Yes, I tricked you guys. John Boy and Jake are not on today. It is uh, just me for a quick uh, little intro, little chat. Um, I'll be straight up. We were supposed to record this uh, Sunday. when We got to Denver for the All-Star Week. Um, and it just didn't work out with the schedule. Jimmy and I both had like flight delays and changing flights, all that. And it's just a, a long day for everybody. We didn't record that night, and we never really found another slot to you know, do a quick draft recording. Um, but luckily, we like prepped for this kind of situation, so that's cool. Uh, so we got got a little medley of the of some good old stuff that I, like most of you haven't heard because like the show's tripled in the last year in audience size. So um, like you, <laughs> I'd be shocked if if a lot of you have heard it, and if you have heard it before, it'll be like fun. To listen back, uh, I don't want to say which, like medley, hoodie our guy hoodie Glaber prepared, uh, but it's in the title, so like just read that, and you'll get there. So I'm double boxing right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that, and I thought that was funny, so I left it. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what happened. We'll be back with like a normal episode next week, but wanted to get you guys something today. Uh, but, so before before we get into that, quick word from DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. Um, you know, Everybody I've talked to that uses DraftKings has loved it, so it's pretty convenient, so that's all good stuff. Uh, DraftKings uh, has another... Crazy offer this week. Uh, they're putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $150 in site credits. That's right. Either pick uh, pick either basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you get $150 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, so much more. Like any sport you can think of. That's yeah, just, uh, they got everything. It's like, they're legit, as good as, good as it gets. Um, it, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free site credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if some open over here, and if they do, you will claim $150 Dollars in site credits. That's promo code JOMBOY, J-O-M-B-O-Y, for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get into the good stuff. All right. You got a story? Yeah, Jim, and I'm... I'm I'm gonna partially throw you under the bus for this. Just I'm I'm gonna read the title of the story and and tell the people that you you su- you suggested this one for me. So this is this is a little bit of where you think my mentality is at. I thought I'd give you the better story. I would. Oh yeah, that's what you thought. I think you didn't want to say some of these words, but oh, I'll do it. There was a California man who allegedly stole underwear, milk, and cookies from a woman's apartment. And I mean, that that part's cool. Here's the rest of the headline. Caught after leaving semen on a laptop. Yeah. 
So he so, broke into a sorority house or a bunch of college uh, yeah. girls. And he's he's 19 years old. Okay. But like what a 19 year old break in. He steals milk, cookies, watches porn on the laptop and then grabs some underwear just as a memento. But yeah. like my if, if he didn't grab the underwear, that's a crazy crime. I was just going to say, if he doesn't grab the underwear, uh, I was going to say, how <laughs> how can you turn this story? So when we went to college, we had some neighbor girls we were friendly with. I mean, we totally stole cookies and milk from them. Yep. I guess that the, the rest of the story is over the line. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you would have cleaned up after himself and not left his juices all over the laptop, no one would have known a thing. Right. He wouldn't have well, got they caught. They might have known. Hey, where's the cookies and milk? This is then this. They, then they just would have secretly hated each other in the house. Like, I know she ate the cookies and milk. This dude's, Why won't she admit it? This dude's 19, and this is not a lot different than a lot of ways 79-year-olds treat the local library. Right. Go there for the internet, watch some porn, have some fun, and leave. Yeah, if you want to talk about 79-year-olds watching porn at the library, I'll let you run with that. I, you're not... Are you, well, you'll see that at almost... Every time I go to a local library, you see some old girls looking at things on the internet that they should not be looking at in public. Are they jerking off? Well, then you have private rooms in the library. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's a thing. I just don't think it's as prevalent as you're pointing out. I mean, it's not like every single when you day. started with every you started with every library and every old guy, basically 79 year old library guys that don't know how the Internet works. They just go there and click around. Sure. See, I, that's still a softer stance. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You just kill all my hi- hyperbole jokes. Is that the way this show goes? Like, three- I'm just saying a lot of people know 79 year old guys and they're saying, all oh, right. my God, does grandpa go to the library and jerk off all the time? No. It, they, and I think I I think you can't be putting that in everyone's head. OK, I won't. So use I'm, hyperbole I'm doing it for the people. The show. I'm going to go with the and again, I like starting with the title and seeing where we land. <laughs> Danger of the flush mate toilet flushing system. Bursting prompts, massive recall. Uh, Jim, we've had 23 people hurt. One who needed surgery from the old Flushmate <laughs> toilet system. Uh, 5, 1,500 incidents because of a flying toilet seat, Jim. This is yeah, kind of... I, I think there's a... I think this is probably 40% of the incidents. So there's this new toilet. You flush it, it explodes. This is kind of be like men with breast cancer. Only like 50% gets actually told to the world or like, because there's got to be a lot of like 50, 60 old women out there living in like Podunk, Illinois, eating meat and potatoes, shits, flush the toilet, toilet explodes. They're not telling a soul what they just did to that toilet. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. Wouldn't they be the people that would report it? Like, I, I realize they're not the people that tell their friends, but I think that's the crew that's like, <laughs> Calling my toilet <him>. exploded. <laughs> Run to, like, a payphone. Oh, hey, uh, there's, uh, uh, some, some, uh, someone just broke into my house and busted up my toilet after they shit in it. But you, how, many, how many little kids got in trouble for planning, like, a pipe bomb or something? Uh, cherry bomb. We used to, we cherry, <laughs> well, Jake and I cherry bombed our toilet in college, and 
we did it like two. It was funny because our friend, was, oh. our friend was peeing in the toilet, and Jake lit a cherry bomb and threw it in the water as he was peeing, and it burst and like splashed the pee and everything right back up in his face while he was peeing. And we thought it was so cool. Everyone was like, "Do it again! Do it again! Do it again!" And we all watched. And then the next day, we flushed our toilet, and in the basement was a literal waterfall, yeah. like like shower. Well, that could have been anything, though. I called up. Uh, my landlord, I was the only one home, and I called up the landlord. I was like, our toilet, man, something fucking weird's going on. Uh, the pipe burst or something. He comes over, and there's just a gaping hole in the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> the toilet was off the ground. The toilet was off the ground because it exploded up. <laughs> didn't, he say, didn't he say something like, yeah, this happens? <laughs> yeah, he was. our landlord just went with anything. He was like, it is fucking wild. This happens. <laughs> it's fucking toilets. <laughs> Earlier in the year, we had to replace our toilet in that same house, same landlord, because I flushed a bar of soap down and it cl- <laughs> I clogged it up. <laughs> times, times are different. Yeah, I think there's there's some guys who are, you know, I, I took a shit and it, it couldn't even flush the toilet, exploded. But really, it's just a defunct uh, brand of toilet flushing systems. So this this happens to you. What's, what, what are your three steps you take? Um, do you call someone? Do you get in the shower? Do you play it as it lies and just see if see if it, you can it go depends, without a like, toilet? So does does the shit if the shit's out and about, right? Right. Like I just oh god. Or if this happened on a pee or a shit, it's different because if there's shit out and about, I'm just kind of like leaving that hazard zone. Call up the toilet company or, or someone. And then I'm like 20 minutes later, I'm realizing my house smells like shit. Now I have to clean this up before someone comes. But if it's just water, I think I'm cleaning it up. Uh, okay. I have no idea. What do you do? I think I this I think this is kind of my a, a classic thing I would do. If that happened and I I'm looking around, I've got toilet materials all over me, the bathroom's a mess. As long as like the water stopped flowing, because I think that's first. If you've got more water coming in, you got to figure out how to make that stop, whether it's a knob or something. I think once the scene has settled, I think I take like 10 to 15 by myself. I go get a coffee and I'm like, okay, toilet just exploded on me. The next 30 minutes or so are going to be absolutely awful. Let's dive in. And then you start <laughs> scooping poop or do whatever you got to do. I think I'm just throwing towels and leaving. Yeah, towels are towels are huge there. That's one of those situations that things things are things are bad, not extremely bad, but times are bad. That sacrificing things like towels are no brainer. Like you're just like, oh, well, my toilet just exploded. So if I if there's three towels that are a casualty of this, still a win. Yeah, who cares about towels? They end up smelling anyway. Dude, NBA logos are wild. Well, all team logos. If you if you shut your brain off and don't think, like the Nuggets' new logo now is two pickaxes with a mountain in between and a basketball. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Denver stuff. Yeah, dude, you want to know what the big one for me was, which I didn't find out. For as big as a sports fan nut idiot I am, dude, the Minnesota Vikings. I just never put it together. I don't. I don't think I put it together until college. What's the helmets? Yes. You didn't know they were Viking horns. No, I just thought it was like a logo. Oh, 
That is interesting. I, ju- I just thought that was a logo. I yeah. I I never put A plus B together. And again, I have to preface this with I don't have a good brain. No. But I mean, when that light bulb went off, I I went through almost every team's logo to be like, all right, what are you hiding from me? <laughs> all right, anyone listening, tweet us the logo that clicked way too late for you. Seventy like that. Seventy Sixers was the Declaration of Independence. Forty Niners is the California Gold Rush. Uh, white Sox was because they were White Sox. They were actually the White Stockings. I hope I open up someone's eyes on the Vikings. And well, a to cover up the fact that I'm an idiot, but also like if you just come in and someone tells you they're the Minnesota Vikings and you do the quick up and down of that, that outfit, costume, (laughs) uniform, I don't know. It doesn't jump off the page to me. It would be nice if they actually got Viking horns. (laughs) They're up above their head, but they broke off every play or something. That I mean, that if you lost a horn, that meant you had a good game. If you right. ended the game with both horns still oh, on your helmet. you're a loser. Yeah. If you want to bang out that story, you can go. You're my story guy. Like, I, I throw in Blake Griffin's 50. You throw in another story right, for this me. This is great because I love dumb robbers, Darwinism. <laughs> These robbers came to a shop in Belgium, right? And the Belgium, the, the guy, there's like five robbers, at, and the Belgium shop owner was like, trying to be cool with them like oh dude like if you come back later i'll have even more money <laughs> like yeah let's stick it to my boss uh so he tells the robbers come back at closing there'll be even more money and they're like okay we're gonna be back and then he calls up the cops and he's like hey uh these robbers cops are like they're not coming back like we're not gonna just wait out because these guys aren't coming back and uh they come back they come back at like 2 a.m in the morning or whatever 12 midnight and the belgium shop owner says oh hold on guys i got like 20 more minutes then i'm closing up and it's all there is more there's more there's more for you and he calls the cops like they're here and then five five of them six of them five and a juvenile get arrested for burglar this is when you get arrested at that point when you come back for the third time and the cops walk out of the back room like that that ah man fuck you gotta one of them like this ain't this ain't the life for us. So one of them was technically a juvenile. Yeah, they were probably okay. nineteen years old. Yeah, you have to. So a their mental capability has to be eighteen, nineteen, to have the life optimism to believe we're gonna rob this place, and oh, this guy's gonna hook it up for us. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And hey. Good acting kudos to the guy behind the register. Because you got to put on a decent show. Like, yo, guys, I hate this place, all right? So at, in, in 20 minutes, it, the safe unlocks because I have to load it up. Yeah. So you guys just hang out here. Actually, do you guys want to buy something while you're here? <laughs> if, you That's buy a salesman. if you buy something, I'll put it in the safe so there's more wow. money at the end of the night. My fucking That's, hate my boss. He talks, he hits on my mom all the time. That's the ultimate. Yeah. The convincing the robbers to actually buy something. Yeah. Wow. Get off on that if you wanted to. Okay. Well, uh, a 12 year old boy urinated on an electrical outlet Friday morning at Sunnyside Intermediate School in an attempt to start a fire. Now, Jake, there's mm. a lot of things here. It started a fire. They had to get the fire extinguisher and put what? out a fire. 
Because the headline says, in an attempt to start a fire. No, motherfucker started a fire. I didn't know that this was a thing that could happen. Yeah, dude. I just, I, my, when you were saying all, all, all those words you said, my, I was going to say with the words I was going to say, it was like, you know, I was going to kind of defend the kid and be like, you know what? 12 year old boy figuring out some of the range on his pee and that kind of stuff. You know, what happens if you pee in an electrical outlet? Like I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't had that thought process for him to think he would start a fire. And then it did. I'm against this kid. Lock him up. Well, no. It, he, you're so you're locking him up because he's smart. Partially, Ted Kaczynski was smart. Now the the I'm locking him up because he started. He intentionally started a fire. Yes, but it was kind of cool. the The scary part is they're worried if his he shocked his penis. In there. <laughs> because the stream Mythbuster said if you get close enough it can shock your penis right uh, it travels through the liquid you know some I'll pretend like I know that now everyone close your eyes okay and picture this 12 year old boy peeing into the the outlet do you have him standing away from the wall or do you have him kneeling like directly in front close kneeling close 12 year old boy you did? I had him standing away. Then I heard about the shock thing, and I was like, oh, my God, imagine if he was, like, right in the hole. No, I, th I think you got your adult hat on. If you're adult hat, you, you aim and spray. But little kid, I think you you might even drop your pants down to your knees. You drop to a knee, your butt out, just peeing in the outlet. So you think this kid should go to jail? He got in trouble. He's, like, going to, like, 12-year-old jail. Yeah, man. He tried to start a fire, and he did. I, this is the biggest they buried the lead in the headline. Because when I started reading the article, they were like, they had to bring in a fire extinguisher and the fire alarm went off. Like, that dude started a fire. Yes. All right, do you want to talk about this fucking idiot that's going to live in a jar? You want to go jar? You want to go TQ? I'm, I'm down with whatever. If you think the people need to know it, we could tell them. There's a guy in British Columbia who's trying to like do promote climate change science stuff, and he's going to go live in a tent, a jar. Basically, Biodome, the movie Biodome, but just a jar, and he's just going to live off the oxygen that the plants inside of his tent. I just hope this guy fails. Right. Like and when the guy... You know it's also tough, Jim. That should be a natural thought, but it's also not. Because what, what are you doing, Curtis Bout, Bouty? So the self-proclaimed whimsical scientist. Yeah, you're out with me, dog. Yeah. Just totally. don't call yourself that ever. Like Nick Walenda when he's like, I'm going to tightwalk, tightrop, tightwalk. I can't talk today. I'm going to tightrope walk across the Grand Canyon. Like, dude, I don't – your whole family died from doing dumb shit. Now you and it's, it's three days? This guy's camping. Yeah. He's gonna live off plant oxygen for three days, dude. He's doing it in his dad, in his brother's backyard, and like he's sealing the tent shut with tape. Yo, oxygen's gonna sneak in there, and then you're gonna claim that you're the best ever, and you're not. And I don't like. 
Yeah, okay. So I just felt bad because I I just thought like if if he actually did this right, the whimsical scientist, I mean there's a good chance he dies, which I mean that's that's tough. I'm not going to wish that upon him. Do I hope he has to like scrape his way out and look like a crazy man for like 5 minutes? Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, th- this is camping. I've spent 3 days in my apartment not living off plant oxygen. What what does what do I get? Nothing. Yeah. Well, that's what he gets either. Like you got to pay for your apartment. What what scientific firm is looking at this guy like, "Oh my god, he's doing it." We we got to bring him in. No, they're all like, "Get out of here, whimsical scientist." That's probably an insult in the scientist community. To be a whimsical scientist? Yeah, some one one of your co- your rival colleague comes in. And he's like, "I've figured out how to make fire into electricity," and you go, "Oh, here's the whimsical scientist." And the crowd's like. <laughs> <laughs> Your science meetings, like this guy's going over the tent. I hate the whimsical scientist. I if so, if you had an option, this is me. You have the option to send the twelve-year-old piss kid to juvie or the whimsical scientist to jail. (laughs) What do you do? The the piss kid's got to go to juvie. I'm sending the whimsical scientist. You can't send him to jail. I'm going. I'm going. Honest mistake by the kid figuring out his peeper. <laughs> Whimsical scientist, get out of here. How's the How's the oxygen in jail for three days? Dude, this is like this dude is like the lady who wants to swim across the Atlantic, like free swim, but then she's in a cage with like nothing. The tides can't, and the sharks can't get her, and like nothing. And she's done it like three attempts and never made it. Right. And it's like we don't care yeah please stop attempting this you're spending money and you're making people read about it and no one cares well she can do it for herself that's fine but yeah don't bring it to my attention (laughs) so we just brought it to everyone else's attention what would be the worst thing to hear as you were going under anesthesia before surgery the worst thing that an anesthesia person can say to you before you go under is like goodbye forever you're dead now yeah you're dead (laughs) (laughs) like i think people expect like a silly answer like oh i'm gonna wear you like a sock puppet like no like you're you're about to die this is the (laughs) the last moment of your life (laughs) okay (laughs) but we're so petrified of death so like what if you i went my one time i went under like wasn't it like it was okay like i wasn't freaked out the only problem was my one of my friends growing up, dad, was the orthodontist, and he was doing something with like my back teeth, fixing them, fixing them or no hurt I, I removing them. He the dentist, smashing them. No, he's the dentist. Excuse me. So he was doing. He was pulling out my wisdom teeth, and one of the tooths like chipped, and like there's just a little piece of chip like hanging out in my tooth hole they used to chew on rocks i hate i hate using the scientific terms but there's a chunk of tooth in my tooth hole and so he had to wake me up to like get in there and so now like i wake up from death like you say the sunken place i said don't say i come to and i you know 
things I wouldn't, I, I didn't think I'd say on air in the first week, but I've got my friend's dad in my mouth, and he's digging in my tooth hole for that tooth chip. And I, I still don't know if it, to this day, I think he had, to, <laughs> I think I needed to be awake because he had to tell if I was like gagging. <laughs> so, okay, wake up, friend's dad in my mouth, digging back there and says, oh, I need you awake so you could tell me if you're dying. <laughs> A what? <laughs> I feel like we've broken standard operating procedure. Also, you're rock hard right now. What's going on? <laughs> 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 if you can, just seems you're using <laughs> your wiener when you should be using dentist tools. <laughs> we've put you under, but, <laughs> but you just continue to have an erection and we're going to need you to stop that. So I could get this out of your mouth, please. Uh, it just, just seems really off the books, Doc. <laughs> um, uh, dentist stuff sucks. I, uh, my dentist in, New- in Connecticut used to never put enough Novocaine. And then he'd be drilling away or whatever, and it would like hurt like a motherfucker, like that really sharp, right. quick. I'm like, ah! And then, like, the, it, it happened a lot. And then he'd be like, I need more. And I was like, let's remember this for next time. Put it in your folder. Jimmy right. needs a lot of Novocaine. More Novocaine, please. Yeah. I once had a dentist tell me how strong my tongues were because I, sp- like, bleh, spit out all our yeah. stuff. Because I my tongue is super strong because I didn't know how to talk when I was little. I went to, I, I, I left the classroom, Jake, and went to a trailer outside and just right. crushed our sounds for an hour straight. Did you like that stuff back in the day? Was it kind of fun? Yeah, because I didn't know that like I was such a loser. Right. I looked down on all the people that had lisps because I was the only one that had R's. Right. And I've always been like, I'm. (laughs) Can you believe I'm in the uh, class with all these lisp people? For real, I like I had (laughs) I was like eight years old and I had such this weird sense of like I'm better than you guys. I can do my fucking S's. Yeah, sure sure you guys can crush R, but like don't care. Yeah, I just can't say R. So then I'd have to put a spoon on my tongue and hold it down and then and then like my mom would hold it down and I'd have to fight it off, like push it out of my mouth. I had a really weak tongue. So anyway, I had two dentists growing up. They're like, You have a really strong tongue. It's like, yeah. Nice. Used to, was that a really good feeling yeah, on your Yeah, it's like, oh, it was all for it wasn't for all for naught. Also I can talk now. A a a 60-something-year-old man, the cereal diaper dumper in New Jersey, has been caught. Now, what was happening is this man from Franklin, New Jersey, he would drive around the town with his grandson's diapers and just throw the bag on the street. There's a bag full of shit diapers. Just throw them around on the street. He was 68 years old of Newfield, okay? So the police could never catch him because he'd change up his spots where he dumped him. And nice. he, but he had like a very a time. And the cops had a big running thing like, I'm going to catch him. I'm going to catch the diaper dumper. I'm going to catch the diaper dumper. Uh, he would do it at least three times a week at different intersections, said Lieutenant Matthew Descara, Deca, Deca, sorry, tough name. He would do it a couple of months in one area and then move to a different intersection. We could never get a time down. So this is a thing that's happening with this police department. Guys dropping diapers in the middle of the road in a bag. Uh, finally, they figure out the pattern. They catch him. Blah, blah, blah. He admitted to dropping the bags multiple times at multiple different intersections throughout the past 10 months. 
Diapers were his grandsons. He said it almost became a game because sometimes he saw the officer sitting in an area and would go somewhere else. This is my favorite quote from the entire article. The motive in the case seems to be nothing else than this gentleman thinking it was funny, which it's not, Dikasari said. And let me tell you something, Dikasari. It is funny because you're so upset about it. The number one thing that the cops screwed up on here was saying that it became a part of like the police force. I'm I'm going to be the one to catch this guy. Yeah. Because then yes, it has become a joke. Like this guy's dumping diapers and he's be- he's better than you. He's besting you currently. The the, but, the quote is Dikasari said it was kind of a game with officers who would get this person. And I believe he will get a free dinner from some of the other officers for catching him. So, like, this was a game. This diaper dumper gave you entertainment, and he gave me entertainment by reading it. But it's so funny that the 68-year-old dude, like, so bored with his life. Highlight of his day was playing cat and mouse with the cops to just drop a bag of diapers in the middle of the road. I think that's a good getting old story. Yeah, that's like the type of laws you you break when you get old. You can't get as competitive on some of the sports courts. You, you, you know, you're looking for different kind of activities. You and the cops having a friendly game of catch me if you can. Yeah, but then the cops and took if it you too can't, far. if you can't catch me, then you have to clean up these diapers. <laughs> but then they got him. He got like a lot of fines and shit. Like the cops, like are yeah. like, this isn't a joke. Like no, guys, it's a joke. You're getting free dinners for catching the, the diaper dumper. Jim, there's one story that jumped out to me because it had my old college nickname in the title. Missoula police respond to attack involving flying salami. The old flying salami. That's what they used to call you on the in, on the pickup basketball. <laughs> 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 That's a pretty good nickname. And for you, like human meatball, we've I've said that, but flying salami, I think I like more. If I could jump, that would be a sweet nickname on the basketball court. But I can't, so I think it comes back to being a full insult. Is there a player out there that could be, could, could garnish, not garnish, could wear, could have the nickname Flying Salami and like, this needs to be, we had the Flying Hawaiian with, with Victorino, but the Flying Salami is too good of a nickname to not use. We need to go find some. some. It would, it, it would have to be. There's like one really good Italian last name in the NBA, uh, DiVincenzo, rookie from Villanova. But is he short and kind of Italian looking? I mean, he's like 6'4 and extremely athletic. So I'm saying for him to get that nickname, there would have to be like there'd have to be something that leaked out like he was DMing girls a picture of his salami and then he became the flying salami. Mm, yeah, I don't like that. We need to find a baseball player. Or like a short little Italian running back. I guess that needs to happen first. Yeah. I mean, we'll keep our eyes open for the next <laughs> flying salami. <laughs> Listeners, please let us know. Jake, if you were a professional athlete, like you playing intramural softball in college and playing center field, lockdown center fielder, flying salami yeah. is perfect nickname for you. You're diving all over the place. 
if if it, if flying salami was on my jersey, people would put it all together instantly. It, yes, they'd be like, "Oh, that's a great, that's a fantastic nickname." Looks like he has dark Italian features. He's pretty chunky. He's diving all over the field for no reason. Flying salami. I I almost want to take a break from the the radio show just to soak in how perfect that nickname is a little more. But we'll keep going. This story is is kind of weird and like. A little yeah, scary. Jim. I mean, you, you. We talked about Wyoming. Now we're in Montana. And Jim, I think the scariest part of this is that the suspect is still on the loose. Yes, uh, and he threw a salami. I, I believe he broke a, not a windshield, a window. And I mean, this this man is man or woman or animal is on the loose right now. So the when I first heard this story and read the headline, I'm picturing a restaurant or a sandwich place and someone throws the salami through the window, you know, like there's some, like it's put together, but I think this was a residence and someone just threw a salami through someone's window and it broke the window like coach Boone and remember the Titans, but instead of a brick and it being racist, it's a salami. Maybe it is racist. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know how to react. If someone throws a salami through my window, like one time I woke up, in New Britain, when we moved to uh, Brad's place or whatever we called it, I forget right. what, what we called it, um, and there was mustard and hair gel just all over my windshield, right? Right. Which I couldn't drive because the hair gel smeared all over the windshield. I couldn't see a thing. Right. And I was like, whoa, I was going to an interview that day. Like, this sucks. That's kind of the same reaction, I guess, when someone throws a salami through your window. Like, whoa, is this targeted? Does this make sense? Do I like mustard and hair gel? What happened? Jim, I'm normally not this guy, but you do need more rules around this. You you need a if you get salami, you have to eat it. Um, because I don't know to throw a a chunk of salami through a window. That's got to be a hearty piece of meat. You got to have a good arm. Got to have a good arm. Let's go find some windows, see if we can throw a salami through. I don't think I can. How far I mean, away I are you? I can. You got to run up to it. I was thinking they were throwing it while a drive. I was picturing this as a drive-by salamiing. So that's oh, okay. that's incredible arm speed. I think if you're the salami thrower, you have to shout out the reason why. This is for blah blah blah. This is for the bad sandwich I had. You know what I mean? Like, and then. Hopefully some neighbors heard it and they can piece it together. Like, oh, I heard him say this. I heard him say this. But I need to know why this salami was thrown pretty bad. It's a story that I, th- I think there needs to be follow-up on. Because right now, it's, it's what? Just a prank? Yeah, some sort of weird prank. I don't know. Unless, like, I'm- the guy who lives in the house is a known salami lover. Ooh, that would be a good twist. I'm not pressing charges. It was delicious. I'm gonna. I'll leave the window open now. They just throw salami through all what the time. What if it's if a swimming with the fishes kind of thing? What if he like choked on a piece of salami earlier in life? Like now, now guess what? You're getting the you're getting the full flying salami. <laughs> flying salami is great nickname. I just think of you now. Thanks, man. Making a catch in center field. I used to spoil things for people when I was young punk kid. Always, still do. Halftime. I didn't spoil anything. I don't think you know what the word spoil means. And now I hate getting things spoiled, and I would never spoil a thing for anyone. Wow. I matured. Yeah. 
matured. Wow. But like when I was 14, I thought it was hilarious. I put the ending of a Harry Potter in the middle of a Harry Potter book at, uh, at Barnes and Noble. I just wrote yeah. it on a postcard when Dumbledore died. And I put it on page like 20 with a post on a post-it note. And I just stuffed it in there. Whoever bought that book, I just ruined their time. Like I was so, it's such a dickhead thing to do. Now, if you see a movie that I want to see, don't say anything. Don't tell me whether you think it was good or bad. Don't tell me anything. I've grown up. Yeah, man. What What about when those guys were watching the Virginia Tech basketball game at our house and, and you turned it off? That's funny. The three-point shot. I, that was funny. That's not spoiling. It's ruining. That's ruining. So you're okay ruining, but you're not okay spoiling. Yeah, because that was funny. Uh, they were all watching this Virginia Tech basketball game, and they were it was a tie game, and there was a play with like one second left. They throw up one more shot, and I had the remote, and they're all huddled around the TV at this party, and as soon as the ball's in the air, I turned off the game, and they all freaked out. Where's the remote? Where's the remote? See what happens? See what happens? And then... And then when they finally got it back on, it was in replay. They were reviewing whether like he got it off in time, but they didn't know. <laughs> that, was, that was a good time. I'd still Virginia do that. Tech lost. Yeah, I'd, they, they were so mad, yeah. which they should have been. I don't blame them for being mad. They should have been so mad. You That's... spoiled watching the end of the game for them. Oh, yeah. If someone did that to me, I'd be fucking pissed. But from my point of view, it's hilarious. And you just said you'd do it again. You said you were done with spoiling. That's not spoiling. You spoiled them watching the end of the game. Spoiling's perspective, dude. Spoiling in the sense that we're talking about it is telling someone the ending before they get there. Okay. Because I didn't do that. I, I fucked their game watching experience. Yeah, so for them it was spoiled. <laughs> You're using like spoiled as in just like something got rotten when I think the sense were here. Yeah, the that- end of the game they wanted to watch. They couldn't yeah. watch it. <laughs> If I was like, yo, the upstairs television is ahead of this, that that shot lands, they win. That's spoiling in this sense. I ruined the game for them. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, I wouldn't tell someone the ending ahead of time anymore. But I'd do that prank again. It's not really a prank. But before you... Before you go, so before you go see movies now, are you looking up what they're about? No, I don't even watch a trailer. Because that used to be your big thing. No. I after movies, I look up all the trivia, all the directors like quotes. Right, right, right. You used to do that before movies, though. Nah, before yes. movies. No, I don't like knowing anything. If I if I see the first fifteen seconds of a trailer and I know I'm gonna like the movie, I'll just turn off the trailer. 